I'm your host, Cheryl Tyner, and today we are continuing to build our foundation with a discussion on rotten fruit. This podcast is meant to be a sip, a basic overview. Let's jump right in and begin with prayer. Daddy, speak through me. Increase you and decrease me. Open all ears to hear and hearts to receive. Give listeners revelation, light, or an aha moment. In Jesus' name, amen. On last week's podcast, we discussed having loose lips by speaking too quickly and not thinking before we speak. Today, we will be discussing the fruit or consequences that we reap from what we sow. Proverbs 18 and 21, the NLT version, says the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Now, reap is defined as receiving a reward or harvest in a good or bad sense. Consequences is the result, effect, or outcome of something occurring earlier. I wanted to take this time to discuss just a few challenges that I recognize people, Christian and non-Christians, have with their tongue. However, the issues will be followed by a remedy. I will suggest an affirmation following the issues to help with the challenge. Of course, you may develop your own affirmation because remember, as mentioned in a previous podcast, our words are the vehicles which we communicate our thoughts and the tongue is the driver. Challenge number one, gossip. Proverbs 16 and 28, the NIV version says, a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates friends. Proverbs 18 and 8, the easy-to-read version says, People love to hear gossip. It is like tasty food on its way to the stomach. Tasty food on its way to the stomach. Reminds me of a really good lasagna that I love to have going down to my stomach. This is how much some people love gossip. The bottom line, someone who gossips to you will gossip about you. And gossip separates friends. Gossip is sin and it is cruel and painful. Spreading news about a person can ruin a reputation and destroy friendships. It is easy to get caught up in gossip. However, I feel great minds do not gossip. There is a remedy for this. Whenever you feel the need to gossip or realize you have gotten caught up in gossip, consider this affirmation. I am not a busybody, and I don't get caught up in other people's matters. Challenge number two, meddling or being nosy. These individuals love to meddle or pry into others' affairs with the attempt to see what is going on in other people's lives. These meddlers, or nosy rosies as I call them, find the lives of these people as interesting. Now, is this a genuine concern or is it that they're just being downright nosy? Usually they seek personal information directly from their subjects. I find that sometimes the nosy rosies or meddlers want to know all about you, but they don't offer any information about themselves or their situations. Then let's not forget, these meddlers may think they have the right to speak into your life. Hmm. Proverbs 26 and 17, the Amplified Version, says, Like one who grabs a dog by the ears, 
and is likely to be bitten, is he who, passing by, stops to meddle with the dispute that is none of his business. Ooh, I love the word of God. In researching, I also found this scripture, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 11. The CEV version says, Try your best to live quietly, to mind your own business, and to work hard, just as we taught you to do. I don't think you can make this any clearer. And yes, this is in the Bible. The tool instructing us how to live. The remedy and affirmation for meddling or being nosy is, I am not snooping or prying to be nosy, but I am genuinely concerned. So, I may help to serve, love, and support people better. Remember, you reap the consequences you sow. If you are genuinely concerned, you too will be comforted in your day of need. Challenge number three, judgmental. Judgmental people engage in a critical fault-finding assessment of another person's behavior. How many times have we judged someone's behavior as wrong because it was not the choice or decision we would have made? I know I've been guilty of this. I've judged others with piercings all over their face, lips, and tongue, tattoos on their neck and face, and matted dreadlocks all over the place. But why did I do that? You see, 1 Samuel 16 and 7, the NIV version says, People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. This outward appearance does not tell me what is in their heart. And sometimes we judge others because of some things we have heard from other people. This is ridiculous. Matthew 7 and 1, the NIV version says, Do not judge or you too will be judged. Now, if you have earned the right to address his or her behavior, please do so in the spirit of love. Pray for those who you observe walking contrary to God's standards. But please avoid being judgmental. The remedy and affirmation for this challenge is, I do not and will not judge others or else I too will be judged. Challenge number four is being doubtful. This is the last challenge that we will discuss. However, there's so many more. These four are the ones that stuck out with me. After being laid off of a job where I worked for the company for 15 years, I became doubtful that my search for employment would yield success. I thought, all these companies want are these younger workers. I began to doubt my abilities and skills. The enemy continued to place negative thoughts in my mind, urging me to say what I was thinking aloud. Words of doubt come from an unbelieving heart. To tame a doubting tongue or an unbelieving heart we must not only become familiar with the promises of God, but also we must declare them out loud. Because faith comes by hearing as expressed in Romans 10 and 17. The more we declare our unbelief, the more reinforced it becomes. However, the more we assert our confidence in a positive outcome, the more our faith increases because we believe what we constantly hear. Therefore, we must take personal responsibility for what we hear. 
This may limit or eliminate our contact with individuals who tend to express negativity about various outcomes, goals, or results we desire. The affirmation for the challenges of being doubtful is, anything is possible for me if I believe, therefore I will declare my faith rather than discuss my doubts. So these are just a few challenges with affirmations that will assist in building our foundation. Foundation for what, you may ask? Well, the Oxford Dictionary defines foundation as an underlying basis or principle. However, spiritual foundation is one of the most important parts of a person growing in Christ. It helps to shape and develop their relationship with God. Although there are many more, the aforementioned challenges are rotten fruit, which will yield negative consequences. This is why I chose to give an affirmation to the negative to produce a positive. So there you have it. We have added more concrete to our foundation. And my prayer is that even though you may have heard some of this information before, you received an aha moment, a nudge, or a newfound revelation. At the end of each podcast session, I want to remind listeners of two scriptures. Hebrews 2 and 1, the NIV version, we must pay the most careful attention to what we have just heard so that we, we do not drift away. And 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God, which is you and me, may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You've been listening to Thirst with Cheryl. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more biblical truths made plain and simple.